Hello? Are we on the air? Welcome to the Beyond the Mind podcast, where we ask not what's in your head, but what your head is in. Prepare to be inspired. Inspired to change your environment, change your mindset, and ultimately change your life. Willpower doesn't work, people. If you truly want to move away from stress and anxiety, you have to start with your environment. With your environment. So let's go. Let's apply some positive change into your world. Happiness is loading. Is loading. Welcome to the Beyond the Mind podcast. Hello, podcast world. I am your host, Ian Highfield, and welcome to the Beyond the Mind podcast, where we focus on creating positive change. How do we do this? Well, we don't just talk about it, because ultimately willpower doesn't work. The words that leave my mouth are not going to be the key to you creating positive change in your world. They're simply words, they're simply theory. Ultimately, what you have to do is you have to understand the education that is provided in this podcast. You have to be inspired to apply it, and then it is this practical application that ultimately makes the change. We live in a world of information overload and information overwhelm. Uh, There's so much stuff out there, and my goal is to cut through this and really provide you simplistic ways of saying, hey, this can make you happier, this is how you apply it into your environment. Now, go change your environment, change your mindset, and ultimately change your life. And that's a quest that I've been on now for a while, and I think every day, Every month, every year, I'm getting a little bit better at influencing my environment, influencing myself, uh, and becoming happier uh, and closer to the person um, that I want to be. Um, In line with that, uh, I'm writing a book. I'm writing my third book um, called Creating Positive Change, uh, the book on corporate and personal mindset. Uh, And I wanted to discuss that uh, a little bit today. Um, The things that I cover in this book, happiness, goal setting, a process focus, resilience, failure, mindset, leadership, and excellence. These eight critical success factors uh, are the ones that I have, over the last 12 years, found to be the ones that keep popping up, that are very prominent, When we watch interviews with athletes on TV, they'll mention the process. Uh, The guy who plays for the 76ers, trust the process. Uh, They'll mention mindset. They'll mention resilience. Uh, If you look at the documentaries on ESPN, uh, the documentaries on Netflix about inspirational people, they'll talk about leadership. They'll talk about excellence. Um, And I think a lot of times, one that gets missed off is happiness. (laughs) And... I have, I have great mentors and I've been and seen great professors and there is a common theme that concludes the one guaranteed way, guaranteed way to help someone perform to a higher level is help them be happier. 
That's if you're a teacher, a surgeon, um, a, a, an elite athlete, uh, a parent. Ultimately, at the core of our performance, us being the best version of ourselves, is happiness. And often we have it the wrong way around. We're waiting to achieve certain things to be happy. Uh, and it doesn't really work that way. We've got to be happy first and then we'll achieve certain things. And I was, I was reading a, a section from my book today uh, and I stumbled across a piece of writing and I was like, wow, that's good. Who wrote that? And I was like, oh, it's my book. It was me. <laughs> and I don't normally think, of, think like that. Normally I read and I'm like, oh my goodness, what have I written this for? This has to change or this isn't coming across correctly or I'll get my fiance to check it or I'll get a, a, a ghostwriter uh, or someone um, online, uh, an assistant to, to go through and, and proofread and edit. Um, but on this occasion, I'd, I'd written a story, I'd reproduced a story that I heard uh, called The Fisherman's Tale. Uh, and then I'd gone through and I'd looked at Sean Acker's book, um, The Happiness Advantage, where he talks about the science of happiness. Uh, and I've discussed this before on the podcast, but just from today, all this is fresh in my mind. So I really just wanted to roll this out. Um, I wanted to tell you guys a story very quickly that, that I rewrote for the book. And then I wanted to discuss a bit of Acker's work because I really want you to leave this podcast understanding that most of us have life upside down. We're waiting for certain things to happen and then we'll be happy. When I get that job promotion, I'm going to be happy. When I get my new car, I'm going to be happy. When I'm married, I'm going to be happy. When I'm married and I have kids, I'm going to be happy. When our kids leave for college, I'm going to be happy. And we're on this never ending search for, we're always waiting for happiness, but it starts with happiness. If we get happy, then everything around us will be better. So the story that really encapsulates this for me, I'm going to read it now from off my notes, is called A Fisherman's Tale. So there's a rich tourist walking around a beautiful harbour uh, and he's texting on his phone, he's checking his emails. The odd occasion he takes a break to soak up the scenery and the, the cool breeze around and then he jumps back into his phone. However, on one of his breaks, an old fisherman catches his eye. Uh, he's the only person to have docked his boat up in the, in the harbour in the morning. The rich tourist shouts across to the fisherman, hey, you should stay out for longer and catch more fish. But the fisherman says his small catch is more than enough for his family needs. The fisherman replies, I sleep late, fish a little, play with my children, take a nap, have a few drink with friends, play the guitar and sing. I live a full life. Why would I want to stay on my boat any longer? The tourist replies, well, you should fish longer every day so you can earn more money and buy a bigger boat. The tourist phone beeps, he checks his emails, and then he jumps back and uh, re-engages with the fisherman. And the fisherman says, well, after that, what, what would happen? And then the tourist says, well, you can buy more boats, you can open your own plant, you can produce packaged fish ready for the supermarket. The fisherman replies, well, how long is all that going to take? Uh, the, the tourist, the businessman replies back, 20 to 25 years of super hard work, focus, dedication, uh, and then you can sell your business for millions of dollars. 
And the fisherman replies, well, what will I do with all that money? He says, well, then what you could do is you could retire, you could live near the coast, you could sleep late, catch a few fish, play with your children, take a nap, drink with friends, play the guitar and sing. I think that really encapsulates what a lot of us do in life. We're chasing goals, we're chasing outcomes, and we're forgetting that actually before all of this, we should be focusing on our own personal happiness. Um, and, you know, I, I used to, as so many others do, I used to measure success in the form of money, cars, titles, watches bonuses, leaderboards, rankings, whatever it, whatever it may be. Um, and I guess my definition of success was, was really a standard one. And the standard definition of success is um, accomplishment or aim or purpose, the attainment of popularity or profit, the success of his play, person or thing, that achieves desired aims or attains prosperity. So when I looked in the, the dictionary, I was making notes for this podcast, that's what the Oxford English Dictionary spits out, words along those lines. But over the last few years, studying um, expert performers uh, and more so expert coaches, uh, I have redefined my own personal uh, definition of success. So success for me is nothing um, towards what the Oxford English Dictionary says. I think that that is correct on the societal view of success and how we're conditioned or what we're conditioned to believe success is. But John Wooden, um, a basketball coach, defines success as peace of mind which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you did your best to become the best you are capable of becoming. Um, so I'll read that again. Success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you did your best to become the best you're capable of becoming. So what I've done uh, over the years without even really knowing it is redefine the way that I saw success. Uh, and I actually didn't realize this until I'm reading um, the words that I put down pen to paper, I guess I might start this book eight, nine months ago. So I'm reading my thoughts from eight, nine months ago and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I've, I've redefined um, my definition of success from the one in the Oxford English Dictionary towards the one uh, that John Wooden terms, the one that I've just read out to you. Now the irony is, John Wooden is the winningest basketball coach of all time. Um, so he's successful on both definitions. Uh, but even if we cast that aside, cast aside his external and outcome success, it's really a byproduct of him changing the definition of success. So we have the Oxford English Dictionary version, all of those words that I read out that I wanted to move away from. We have John Wooden's definition of success, which I wanted to move towards. Um, and like I said, I didn't really realize this. And then as I was reading along, further along this chapter, um, I'd written that research 
shows that 90% of long-term happiness is predicted not by our external world, but by how our brain processes it. So in that instance, me changing the way that I view success, changing my definition of success, is actually having a direct impact on my positivity. Because changing the lens that I see happiness through, I see happiness not as the Oxford English uh, definition of success, but John Wooden's success is helping me feel and be more positive, giving me more affirmation. Changing the way I look at the world um, can also have a tremendous impact uh, on my career outcome. Uh, and I've written all this and I didn't even really know until piecing it together, rereading it today and making changes as I'm, as I'm coming towards the final edit of the book that I'd been thinking like this. So I really wanted to share uh, this with you because I do believe um, that the lesson from this very short podcast and uh, very uh, sort of off-the-cuff podcast is simple. Um, the pursuit of external goals as a means of achieving happiness is very, very unlikely to be effective. So we need to flip the model on its head. And that's my challenge for you. Write down your definition of what success is. Don't listen to what society is telling you success is. Don't listen to what the Oxford English Dictionary is telling you success is. Because over the last 10, 12 years, I have had chances and I've chased those things and I've had those things and I've not found fulfillment and happiness in those areas. Where I found more fulfillment and happiness is through being on a quest or on a mission to engage in life like John Wooden suggests. So that's me, but what is it for you? What is success? Is it really the Rolex, the car, the big house, the bank balance, the promotion? Or is that just the fisherman's tale? Is that just gonna become the endless quest for more? So ask yourself that question. Are you finding fulfillment with all of these external goods and desires, these societal norms, the Oxford English Dictionary of Success? Or could happiness lie more in a process-orientated approach? And what would that look like for you? So in true beyond the mind fashion, we're not just going to leave it there. We can't just give the information. You've got to have some form of practical task. So my challenge for you is to create a mantra. If you do not believe that the Oxford English Dictionary of Success is appropriate for you, if you do not believe societal norms like job promotions, school grades, um, money, pay rises, uh, new jobs, bigger house, new purse, all of those things that we see as indicators of success. If you do not believe that they are success or you have them and you're not fulfilled and you want a new definition, then search for one. Um, check out Sean Acker's work, The Happiness Advantage. He has a TED Talk the science of happiness, which I've referenced a little bit in this podcast and I reference in my book. Um, and put together your own definition, spend some time and then create a mantra and write this mantra somewhere you'll see it every day. 
Um, so currently I have the John Wooden quote as my screensaver uh, on my phone and on my laptop. Uh, and I will write it on the whiteboard that's on my that I put my to-do list on so I see it every day when I leave the house. And I will spend time repeating that quote to myself because having it visually and saying it to myself, eventually that's gonna change my environment. So we can't just rely on willpower. Yeah, I'm gonna change my definition of success. No, we have to engage in the practical process of doing this, then we have to put reminders up in our environment. Um, so very quick podcast. I was just inspired to do that because I was really enjoying uh, reading uh, the work that I'd produced months ago. Well, I was really enjoying reading that section. Uh, the rest of it, maybe not so much. Um, but I hope that adds some value to your day. Uh, I hope that it can help you create positive change. And if you want to get the free download uh, of my book, it's available at ianhighfield.com. You can get a synopsis of the first chapter absolutely free. Uh, that will give you an insight uh, a little bit more about me and my journey and what the book's going to be about. Uh, you can also go to ianhighfield.com forward slash calendar. That's ianhighfield.com forward slash calendar and book a free 30-minute power call with me if you would like some guidance, some help, and some support on redefining uh, what success is. Uh, and then follow me on Instagram. We have some cool stuff going on at the minute that actually is really making me feel happy, successful, process-orientated with the, the Sober October and building the Beyond the Mind tribe. Um, just great fun on there. So if you want to be part of that, it's Ian Hyphy underscore beyond the mind. That's Ian Hyphy underscore beyond the mind. Um, so I have no idea again if this podcast came out awesome, if it came out terrible, if it was a little bit up and down. I do not know, um, but I just wanted to get this message out there and also engage in the process of trying to... Uh, freewheel a little bit more, making a couple of notes, and then just rolling. Um, so again, hope it creates positive change. Uh, until next time, uh, change your environment, change your mindset, and ultimately change your life. Thank you. You've just taken a step forward to making a positive change in your life. That's right, you're one step closer to leaving frustration, stress, and anxiety behind. This was the Beyond the Mind podcast. Let's apply some positive change into your world. Into your world.